Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Nourish to Thrive podcast, where we discuss all things intuitive eating, nutrition, debunking diet myths, and creating a healthy relationship with food and your body. My goal is to educate and empower you to discover what true health and wellness looks like without the obsession. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back. So obviously, you know that today we're going to be talking about being vegan while working towards healing your relationship with food. And I'm just going to give my thoughts on this as an intuitive eating and food freedom dietitian. So before we get into things, I obviously like to start off by saying one thing that I'm loving lately. So one thing food related that I'm loving lately, if you are an OG follower of mine, you know that I'm obsessed, obsessed with Japanese sweet potatoes. I've been eating a lot of those recently this week. And I mean, I, they're just so freaking good. I don't know what it is about them. Um, so I've been eating those with Georgia Grinders birthday butter, which is like this like mixed nut butter with like sprinkles in it. It is so freaking good. That with a little bit of sea salt on top and some yogurt, I'm like literally, I could eat that every single day for the rest of my life. That's a food thing that I've been loving. And as far as like a non-food thing, not going to lie, I've been loving the fact that my brother got Disney Plus and I've been, you know, binge watching all the Disney movies. So judge me, but that's what I like to do at the end of my day. <laughs> yeah, I honestly would like love to. I wish this would be something where you guys could like message in something that you've been loving lately. Maybe I'll maybe I'll do that on my Instagram stories. But um, to really get into things today, while I'm not vegan myself or use this as a way to promote or criticize anyone who chooses this lifestyle, I will say that I do think that, yes, you can definitely be vegan while still pursuing a healthy relationship with food. And ultimately, it boils down to why you're doing it and if this is coming from a genuine place of wanting to be vegan. Just to give a little context, I actually went vegan when I was in college for about like six months, I think. And for me, when I decided to go vegan, I I mainly did it because at the time it was very trending on social media and I knew of many influencers that I followed um, were plant-based. And so I really was just influenced by them. This way, no one was questioning why I was making these choices. And it was a really easy way for me to opt out of a lot of social things. And also for me, it was a way to still grasp onto control with food in my body. Me going vegan was not coming from a healthy place. And it wasn't until I started to see how it was really affecting my physical health. I'm talking muscle loss, weight loss, and overall just did not eat enough and getting the right nutrients um, in my diet to support my health. And I saw how difficult it made things such as eating holiday meals with my family who was not vegan or even finding places to eat with my friends because at the time I lived in a place that was not really vegan friendly. And to be honest, I had always liked eating meat and fish, eggs, dairy. So I knew this was coming from a place where it was about my own issues with food and fighting for control. I wanted to bring on a past client of mine who's who was able to improve her relationship with food while also getting her period back. And as someone who follows a vegan diet, because um, I was recently asked by a lot of you, is it possible to achieve food freedom while being vegan? And I couldn't think of a better person to bring on than my past client, Rachel, because her transformation was truly just incredible during our time together. And 
And I'm just going to start by asking her some questions about her experience with all this. Um, so say hello, Rachel. <laughs> Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. So just to give the listeners some context um, about you, what do you feel like was holding you back the most when we first started working together with your relationship with food? For me, the biggest issue was the lack of control that I felt. And that was connected to a lot of other areas of my life where I felt like I wasn't in control. So I was able to exercise that control with food. And for the longest time, I was really afraid to give up counting calories, controlling portion sizes, things like that. And um, on a vegan diet, it's very easy to accidentally be under eating anyways. So I think there were a lot of different factors that just sort of compounded my difficulties with improving my relationship with food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely could see that. And especially like you said, on a vegan diet, when you're not being intentional about nutrition and like eating enough food, it's very easy to under eat and not nourish your body enough. Do you feel like being vegan has ever personally been like restrictive for you as far as like the actual like components of being vegan? I think that I ended up turning the vegan diet into a restrictive diet. The initial reasons why I went vegan had nothing to do with wanting to control my food intake. Um, when I was in college, I just decided that I wasn't really into eating meat anymore. And then in terms of dairy, I just wasn't uh, able to tolerate it. But over time, I think as I did more research into how to be vegan, I noticed that so many of the blogs I was reading, a lot of the diet culture that's about vegan diets out there, um, they really emphasize the low calorie aspect of it. So for me, it sort of became a restrictive diet and it was a way for me to eat less and less calories while still being able to eat high volume foods. And that I think really exacerbated the um, eating disorders that I had. Yeah, no, I definitely can see that being the case. Um, do you feel like being vegan has really changed your relationship with food? Or do you feel like it's still easy for you to eat foods that you enjoy and have food freedom while also being vegan? Oh, I absolutely think that having food freedom and being vegan are not mutually exclusive. Um, I genuinely love being a vegan and the foods that I eat. So once I improved my relationship with food and was really able to understand the kinds of foods that I did need to prioritize just so that I was getting the nutrition necessary, um, but at the same time, prioritizing them in a healthy way. That for me um, really transformed my attitude towards being a vegan. And so, like I said, being a vegan and having food freedom are definitely things that I was able to achieve simultaneously. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I definitely can see that because, you know, I know obviously for some people being vegan could definitely come from a place of being restrictive, but I think it's important for listeners to understand that being vegan doesn't mean that you're just eating fruits and vegetables all day. I mean, you definitely could make it that way as far as like diet culture, but there's so many things that are vegan, like pizzas, frozen foods, fries, like chips, candies. Like there's, you go to like the grocery store and there's all these like things that are vegan, like Oreos are vegan, I think, um, aren't they? Yes, they are. Yeah. I love Oreos. So. <laughs> so it's like, there's all these things that are actually, you know, they are vegan. And if the, if we are actually striving for the end goal of making peace with all foods, I mean, it's kind of an excuse to say that you would be limited in that area because there's so many foods that are quote unquote, like the common fear foods, the, the foods that people tend to avoid that are also vegan. 
Exactly. And I do think it's important to note that with a lot of hardcore um, adherence to the vegan diet, people tend to really prioritize like clean eating. So it's very easy for vegan diets to get confused with clean eating and eating as basic ingredients as possible, not eating processed foods. And so for me, that was another thing that I really struggled with was getting over that obsession with healthy, clean eating and branching out so that I could try a lot of these other foods that were vegan, but maybe weren't just comprised of straight up vegetables and fruits. So mm-hmm. that was another facet of being a vegan while also dealing while overcoming the restriction that I had to deal with. But um, in the end, I think it did help me to establish an even healthier relationship with all foods. Mm-hmm. You know, cause I actually get a lot of people asking me like, do you work with vegans? Like, I don't know if this is going to be a good fit because I feel like you're going to judge me. It's like, okay, just because I'm not vegan doesn't mean I'm not going to encourage you to do what you feel is best. Like I want you to find freedom and food that's going to work the best for you. And like, you know, obviously goes by your values. Do you feel like um, it's ever been difficult for you in like sh- social settings to be vegan? Uh, it really depends on the people that I'm with and the area or the restaurant that I'm in. So I'm originally from Southern California, which made it very easy to be vegan. And I didn't feel like it was restrictive. Um, having since moved to the South, there's definitely a lot less vegan options out here. But generally, the people that I have become friends with and would go out to eat with were very accommodating, very understanding. And it was also an opportunity for them to try new foods, just going to places that could accommodate someone on my diet. So I never felt like it was restrictive. And that is an important thing, I think, for people to really think about when they're overcoming restriction and they are on a vegan diet. Is your vegan diet coming from a place of wanting to restrict? And I think in doing so, you are going to run into a lot of issues going out, trying to eat at restaurants, trying to be social um, and eat foods together. Or is your vegan diet coming from a place of this is how I genuinely want to eat? That mentality is obviously preferable. And having adopted that mentality since healing my relationship with food, I've never run into an issue going out with other people. I don't never feel like I'm being restrictive or being restricted by the options that I have, because for me, this is how I love to eat. And again, the restaurants that I've been to mostly have been very accommodating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's important that you say that you love to eat this way. Like if you don't love your diet and you don't feel like it's adding to your life, then like it's not for you. But for you, it's actually expanded your life and it probably makes you feel really good to be doing what you do and like, you know, not eating meat. So I think it's always obviously going to be very individualized as to like how it serves you and if it actually goes by your values. As far as like period recovery, because I know I get a lot of people who are asking me like, is it possible to get my period back while being vegan? And, you know, during our time together, you came to me because you had your period even being vegan before, but you lost it as a result of the restriction. Um, So do you feel like, and I mean, I know the answer, but do you feel like um, being vegan impacted your, your ability to get your period back? No, I don't think so. And I do think it's important to work with a registered dietitian um, in trying to get your period back because the goal isn't to just eat more and more foods. I mean, I could be eating lettuce all day long and I'm never going to get my period back. But knowing the kinds of foods that were really going to support hormone health on a vegan diet and understanding the calorie needs that my body had without being obsessive and, and counting and tracking macros, that um, was definitely something that 
I benefited from just having worked from with a registered dietitian. So that was really the main focus of my recovery journey was trying to get a better understanding of vegan nutrition so that it didn't become an obsession with eating the lowest calorie foods, but what foods are actually going to support my body, my hormones are going to make me feel my best. And I think in doing so, it really expanded my appreciation for a vegan diet. And I am very glad that I didn't have to get my period back just by eating a ton of fruits and vegetables. There are high calorie foods that you can eat that support hormone health. Um, I remember when I was in recovery, it was a lot of nut butters. Um, it was a lot of whole grains and things like that. Foods that I genuinely love, but they were able to support my health goals. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember we worked really deliberately to make sure that your, your calorie needs were met and that, you know, we weren't focused. And I say that because, you know, we don't focus so much on the calories aspect because I obviously want you to achieve food freedom, but we did, we do have to, you know, differentiate between eating enough like of like all this volume versus eating like foods that are actually going to provide your body with the energy that it needs to upregulate those sex hormones again. Like I said, you put so much time and um, dedication to your recovery process, which is why you got it back and um, you've maintained it, which is amazing. Yes. And another thing about being vegan and in recovery I feel like it actually helped me become an even more intuitive eater because your body is going to recognize the difference between filling up on lettuce versus eating a hamburger if you're not a vegan. And so if you really are trying to control your food intake just by counting calories or measuring up portion sizes or things like that, your body's going to pick up on the calorie deficits that you're experiencing by eating a lot of high volume, low calorie foods. So for me, it was a journey to understand the kinds of foods that I wanted to eat that I needed to eat for my body, but then also how much of those foods did I need to eat when I took away any of the tracking or the measuring. Um, I kind of wanted to, cause you mentioned this and I was like, this is a good topic to talk about. So, you know, vegan or not, there's a lot of people who come from a restrictive history who are volume eaters. You know, they gravitate more towards eating a lot of volume. So when I say that I'm talking more like lots of fresh fruits, lots of fresh vegetables, like salads and smoothies, and just all these like low calorie things that make you really full, but don't actually give your body enough energy. Yes, definitely. Like I said, when I was in the midst of my restriction, um, and I was eating a vegan diet, a lot of the reason why I wanted to be vegan was because I knew I could eat a lot of foods and not consume a lot of calories. So I did really struggle with overcoming that mentality um, towards the beginning. But like I also mentioned, my body started to realize that I wasn't consuming enough calories for mm -hmm. my health needs. And so over time, as I learned more about what my body needed, but then I also became more in tune with those needs, I was able to overcome that obsession with high density, uh, low calorie foods. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And this is something that I can see within the online space as well. Being vegan does kind of seem diety just because diet culture makes it out to be that way. Um, as far as like, you know, eating clean, eating pure, I feel like it becomes like somebody's identity to be like clean and pure when they're eating like, like fruits and vegetables, which again, it's, it's very obviously going to be dependent on the person, but how have you navigated away from that and have found more liberation with your diet? Like, do you feel like it was necessary for you to challenge some of those like fears and rules that you had maybe before? 
Absolutely. Um, I also dealt with a lot of comments coming from home, coming from online, social media. And like you said, Emily, I think diet culture has really taken veganism and spun it into a kind of diet that supports weight loss or certain health goals that are more aesthetic focused. Um, So it was a really hard process for me to separate my desires to be vegan because I genuinely enjoyed eating like that from, I want to eat this way because I want to look a certain way. I want to control my weight. So Mm -hmm. it was really difficult in the beginning, but as I focused more and more on the opportunities that being vegan gave me with the foods that I could eat um, and focused less on what I was missing out on or how it was a restrictive way to control the way I looked, that was a huge, that made a huge difference in the way that I perceived being vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I I've mentioned on before you came on, I was mentioning that I had gone vegan, like in college. And for me personally, I did it out of the wrong reasons. Like I did it because I was like, okay, so now I don't have to eat X, Y, Z and I can label my diet. And that way people don't make me eat certain things. And there, there comes a point where you have to ask yourself, is this coming from a place of like a restriction or is it coming from a place of like, this is enhancing my life. I feel better doing this. I want to do this. And it actually doesn't derail my mental health. Um, a very personal choice, but you know, Alex said, I'm, I wanted to bring up this topic because, you know, you can definitely still work towards having a healthy relationship with food. If your intentions are coming from a good place. Exactly. And that was something that I was really appreciative of during our time together is um, you would ask me a lot, you know, what are your intentions behind this? What is the why? Um, And that's only something that you as the individual can answer. If you are truly dedicated to improving your relationship with food for the right reasons, then it's important to reflect on those reasons and make sure that being vegan, going vegan, isn't something you're doing out of a place of restriction. It's out of a place of enhancement. So that was a huge, huge crossroads that I came to during my recovery journey. And I am really glad that I did though, because now I can confidently say that I love being vegan for the right reasons. And I don't eat this way because I'm trying to control the way I look or how much I weigh or something like that. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's so, that's amazing to hear. Like I said, you, you came so far during our time together and it's just amazing to see you just glowing now thriving. Um, and so I want to end this on a, just a fun little note. I'm going to ask you some like questions about like, what do you feel like are your favorite, like vegan treat foods? Like if you were to go to the store and buy something. Um, well, like I said, I love Oreos, which didn't even know they were vegan until I actually went vegan and was trying to find vegan foods. I am obsessed with like peanut butters, nut butters, like I will, and I used to do this when I was a kid too. I will literally just go in and take spoonfuls and just eat it. But definitely Oreos and like nut butters are kind of my go-tos. Yeah. Awesome. Um, what was one of your favorite period recovery snacks when you were in that process? I also really became obsessed with sweet potatoes and I still am. So I know Emily, you're very familiar with like Japanese sweet potatoes. My favorite. Yes. Yes. Um, so I remember I would make this sandwich that I was just obsessed with and it was, um, Japanese sweet potatoes. And I would make some kind of sauce with like tahini, I think, and hummus. Um, and it was pretty, I mean, thinking about it calorically dense foods, but they genuinely just like tasted so good. That was kind of my like go-to snack whenever I was hungry. 
that and also anything that I could put peanut butter on, to be honest. Any vessel to get peanut butter in my body, I will do. Exactly. I firmly agree. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, Oh, and I have another question too. So are there any restaurants that are vegan friendly that are your go-tos? Vegan friendly restaurants. um, Well, it's a little bit different since I am not living in the same place that I used to live in for the past, I guess, 20-ish years of my life. Back in LA, there are a lot of really vegan friendly or only vegan restaurants. Um, I know most fast food places have options. Taco Bell is very vegan friendly. Um, I know for sure. I love eating Chipotle. A lot of those um, pizza places like Mod Pizza or Blaze Mm -hmm. Pizza, those were always go-tos for me. And then there were some more like LA specific places that I was a big fan of as well, but they're not really ubiquitous in the whole country. Yeah, no, it's good to know that because being vegan shouldn't stop you from being social. And, you know, there's so many friends that would love to go to Chipotle or get pizza. It's just finding those places and just seeing if they accommodate for you. Exactly. If you're going to go to a restaurant that probably isn't going to have a whole lot of options for you, then just be aware of that beforehand and afterwards. Don't feel like you need to go into that experience starving yourself or expecting to come out starving and you can't eat anything else because you quote unquote already ate dinner. Exactly. Just like Rachel said, like being prepared. Um, sometimes if you know ahead of time what restaurant you're going to doesn't accommodate for you. I mean, still go, like still be social, maybe eat beforehand or after um, and just put yourself out there. Like not every eating experience is going to be perfect, but you definitely have to make sure that you're still taking care of yourself. Exactly. Could not agree more. Yeah. Well, again, thank you so much for taking this time to, you know, share your wisdom with us. And I think it's really going to help a lot of people. Thank you so much. If you are enjoying the podcast, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could please leave a rating and review so that more people find the Nurse to Thrive podcast and hopefully make a difference in their lives just as much as yours. And be sure to subscribe to never miss a future episode and to keep your favorites with you at all times.